seeing a ghost. Douglas Carmichael, father of the bride. I can't stand the thought of giving Jenna away. She's my last one. Well, I guess technically Nick is my last one, but Nick might never get married. Nick Carmichael, brother of the bride. My sister has extremely hot friends. Margot, sister of the bride, maid of honor. Can I be honest? I really just want this weekend to be over. Thursday. Margot. They were on the ferry, a hulking white steamship that was properly named the Eagle, but which Margot had always thought of as Moby Dick, because that was what their mother used to call it. Every year when the Carmichael family drove their Ford Country Squire into the darkened hold of the boat, Beth used to say it was like being swallowed by a whale. She had found the ride on the steamship romantic, literary, and possibly also biblical. She would have been thinking of Jonah, right? But Margot had despised the ferry ride then, and she despised it even more now. The thick, swirling fumes from the engines made her queasy, as did the lurching motion. For this trip, Margot had taken the Dramamine that Jenna offered her in Hyannis. Really, with the 7,000 details of her wedding to triage, the fact that Jenna had remembered to pack pills for her sister's seasickness was astonishing. But that was Jenna for you. She was thoughtful, nearly to a fault. She was, Margot thought with no small amount of envy, exactly like their mother. For Jenna's sake, Margot pretended the Dramamine was working. She pulled down the brim of her straw hat against the hot July sun, which was blinding when reflected off the surface of the water. The last thing she wanted was to freckle, right before the wedding. They were outside on the upper deck. Jenna and her best friend, Finn Sullivan Walker, were posing against the railing at the bow of the boat. Nantucket was just a smudge on the horizon. Even Christopher Columbus might not have said for sure there was land ahead, but Jenna was adamant that Margot take a picture of her and Finn with their blonde hair billowing around their faces as soon as Nantucket was visible in the background. Margot planted her feet at shoulder width to steady herself against the gentle and yet nefarious rocking of the boat and raised the camera. Her sister looked happy. She looked excited happy that this was the beginning of her wedding weekend, which was certain to be the most fun-filled and memorable weekend of her life. And she also looked contented happy, because she was confident that marrying Stuart James Graham was her life's mission. Stuart was the one. Stuart had proposed to Jenna on a park bench across the street from Little Mines, the progressive, sustainable preschool where Jenna was the lead teacher, presenting her with a ring featuring Sri Lankan sapphires and ethically mined diamonds from Canada. Stuart was a banker who made money buying and selling money, but he knew the path to Jenna's heart. Since that day, Margot had cast herself as devil's advocate to Jenna's vision of a lifetime of happiness with Stuart. Marriage was the worst idea in all of civilization, Margot said. For two people to meet when they were young and decide to spend the rest of their lives together was unnatural, Margot said because everyone knew that human beings changed as they got older. And what were the chances, honestly, what were the chances that two people would evolve in ways that were compatible? Listen, 
Margot had said one evening when she and Jenna were having drinks at Cafe Gitan in Soho. You like having sex with Stuart now, but imagine doing it 4,000 times. You'll lose interest, I promise you. You'll grow sick of it. And the enthusiasm that you used to have for having sex with Stuart will migrate, against your will, to something else. You'll develop an unhealthy interest in cultivating orchids. You'll be that mother on the baseball field, harassing the umpire over every pitch that crosses the plate. You'll start flirting with the cashier at Whole Foods or the compost guru at the local nursery, and the flirting will turn into fantasies, and the fantasies will become a fling, then perhaps a full-blown affair. And Stuart will find out by checking your cell phone records, and your life will be ruined. Your reputation will end up in shreds, and your children will require expensive therapy. Margot paused to sip her Sauvignon Blanc. Don't get married.